going on here on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, where we take a look at what's going on across the Zone Sports Network, the big opinions, the big news. Brought to you today by our friends at RGS Exteriors. They will improve the curb appeal for your house with James Hardy Brickstone and Stucco Exteriors. Along with Soffit Fish and Rain Gutters, check them out at rgsutahsiding.com. Gordo, let's, uh, let's start with a little college basketball today, shall we? Uh, BYU coach, uh, head coach Mark Pope was on with DJ and PK. And uh, by the way, Pope, uh, Pope's a good interview. He's always good. Oh, yeah. He's... You don't find very many people who are as enthusiastic and positive and uh, and articulate, too. He's all those things, and I can certainly see why he would be successful in recruiting. Well, he landed because, a big transfer. Mark Harms. Sorry, Gordon. Go ahead. Continue yeah, your thought. Yeah, yeah, he did. I wrote a column about this, and I don't know when they're going to post it. But uh, this kid is was highly sought uh, after... Kentucky wanted him, Arizona wanted him, a bunch of schools wanted him, but he decided that he wanted to go to BYU, and Mark Pope was a huge reason why. So let's uh, let's get some highlights from Pope this morning. Uh, they do have a really big team at this point, and uh, Pope talks about with so many bigs on the roster what he plans to do. Well, we're going to use everybody. Um, you know, we're 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 blessed to be in a league uh, that, that year in and year out has. It's not the best front line, but one of the top two or three front lines in America, and certainly in the Zags, uh, you know, with, with everybody coming back and, and a couple guys coming back that were injured uh, the second half of the season last year, you know, we are. We're facing the best front line in America. And, um, and so we need, you know, all hands on deck, and, and we're playing another ridiculously difficult schedule this year. And, and uh, for us to win and win big, we need all these guys. And we have, you know, we have a not overly experienced, um, but in some ways a very veteran, very deep, uh, really, really talented and really, really long front line. But more importantly, a bunch of guys that, um, you know, are dying to compete for each other. Uh, you know, one of the things I love about is Matt Harms is, uh, you know, he, he – uh, he plays with such fiery passion. Sometimes it overflows all over the court and all the way into the stands, right? And um, that's a contagious feel. And, uh, you know, this Rich Harward, who I've had the pleasure of coaching at Utah Valley and transferred here and sat out last year, you know, he's the same way. He's got so much passion. And you think about Gavin Baxter with all the talent he brings. And, you know, and Wyatt Lowell, you know, at the three and the four with his incredible skill set and, Kobe Lee was our starter for the entire season last year in a, you know, in a team that was ranked in the top 20. Um, and that's a good crew. Uh, it's a really good crew. Uh, they weren't extremely excited about coaching. You know, Gordon, he is right. I mean, Gonzaga consistently has great, talented, big guys. And they're, I mean, they're recruiting to be one team, let's face it. Yes, uh, and 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 Mark Pope does think big, man. He he thinks that he can uh, he can put together a team that can not only beat the Zags but uh, do great things on a national scale as well. And he did a great thing getting this kid. Uh, I, I I have to speculate a little bit about what's going on here. This guy played at at Purdue for three years. Seven foot three kid. Not a great score, but he has had games where he put up a lot of points, 26 points against Minnesota. And uh, not not big numbers rebounding-wise, 
uh, two two blocks uh, per game. But he's only playing half the game, you know? And, and that, that just seems a little strange to me. I know at the college level, you uh, they, a lot of coaches uh, rotate guys around platoon style and whatnot, but this guy wants to play more. He wants more space to be able to grow his game. And I think that's what Pope offered him. Uh, he really liked Pope. He really liked his personality, uh, liked what he did, he and his staff did last year in their first year at BYU, and he thinks that he'll provide him with opportunity to be who he thinks he can become. And you know how Pope is, man. Not only does he think big as far as his team goes, but he builds up his players too. And when you have a skill set, you've got the, the physical size that this uh, this Harms kid has, I can, I can see him really presenting a strong argument. And obviously it worked. So... We'll see where it goes from here. All right, here's Pope going into the recruitment story. He drove through Rumble one day. He didn't stop. He didn't stop anywhere, but he drove through. Uh, you know, it, it probably says more about Matt Harms than it does about us. I, I'm going to tell you what I think it talks about. So, so let me tell you why I think this happened. One is because Mike's pass incredible. And, um, you know, Nick Robinson was the first one to make contact with Matt as soon as he came in the portal and was able to, you know, um, was able to coerce him into sitting down and having a Zoom call with us. Uh, and then, you know, we got one shot at him. And after the call, Matt was like, you know what, I'm really surprised. I actually want to talk to you guys again. Let's go. And um, and uh, and then, you know, Coach Fennell and Coach Burgess worked so incredibly hard. And, and uh, they've done an unbelievable job developing our guys. And so the three of those guys uh, – kind of teamed up to do this so first was the staff the second thing and i kid you not um you know these crazy polls going on with the best mascot in the country and the best fans in the country and all this stuff you know you can say what you want about it you can say it's meaningless you can say that uh you know that um it's silly but but at the heart of hearts, man, being a fan can, can be meaningfully silly, but you care. And and it's no surprise that Cosmo was the number one, you know, voted the number one mascot in the country and that, that you know, I think our fan base is ultimately going to win this thing and, and be the number one fan base in the country based on these polls is because our fans care. And this fan base is extraordinary. And the stretch and reach that it has is breathtaking. And, and um and, uh, you know, Matt could feel that. Like, I mean, our fan base is an unbelievable recruiting tool. You know, you send kids a uh, video of, of the Marriott Center on senior night this year, and even a guy that's playing in the Big Ten that's played in all those games, he was like, man, I've never seen anything like that. Um, and so our fan base is a huge part of it. And, uh, and the most important part is our players, um, you know, the product that they were able to show on the court last year, I think it's caught in people's attention and and um, and guys want to be a part of it and they want to be a part of that locker room and I think Matt's mature enough to see all that and, and uh, know who he is and what he cares about and he was so excited to jump on board and you know, like I said we, clearly we're so excited to have him Credits the fans a lot there and the energy around the program well, yeah, I mean, I don't know whether that really had much uh, to do with what Matt Harms' uh, decision was, because uh, the fans in Kentucky are pretty crazy, too, right? 
Yeah, uh, he credits his staff, of course, and maybe the you know Matt thought that this was a good fit for him. Yeah, and and he, again, he wants to expand his game, and if he went to one of these other more storied programs, I wonder if he would run into the same. Uh, some of the same issues he had at Purdue. I'm speculating here a little bit, but he wants to play. He wants to show the pro scouts what he can do. And automatically he gets their attention by being 7-3. And so now he wants to show them how he can play. And from every indication, and I've done some reading on the kid, it sounds like he's a pretty conscientious uh, dude. I mean, he... He uh, sounds like uh, you never know for sure, but it it seems like he's got his head on straight in a lot of ways. And I'm telling you right now, that connection, that coaching staff down there, they're talking to him via Zoom, you know? And they, they, they caught his attention, and they offered him an opportunity. And he said in one quote I saw, he said, I don't want to be given anything. Uh, they didn't. They didn't promise me anything. I just want to go out there and compete. But he's obviously convinced that he can have a huge impact on that program. And I'm not sure that if he had gone to one of the other more storied schools, that he would have been able to have that same effect. But at BYU, he thinks he can. All right. And finally, PK asked Coach Pope if he's uh, long for BYU. We get that a lot. A lot of recruiting. Everybody's saying, "Well, he's going to leave. He's going to leave." And um. You know, I don't know. I hope that when people look at our team and look at what we're trying to do, I hope they can see that all of us are putting our heart and soul and we are 100% invested in BYU. I love this place. Uh, I'm telling you, there are so many Power Fives that I could go to, uh, that any of us could go to, that we any of us could go to, where we are not going to have uh, the ingredients that we have here at BYU. Um, from facilities to fan base to tradition to just the care, right? Um, I think this is an extraordinary place. And, you know, I think we can really recruit at a high level. Now we have to, you know, we have to, we have to be relentless. And we're going to end up going through, through hundreds of names and hundreds of deep recruiting pitches to finally get to the guys that see that this is the perfect fit for them. But I have a staff that's willing to put in the hours and do it. And, and I think... You know, we say this all the time. We we, we have scary dreams that you're scared to talk about, but but um, we have high expectations for what we're trying to accomplish here, and and we're going to keep pounding away until we do it. What do you think, Gordon? I'm not convinced, but uh, the, the, what the way he answered that question is the way Mark Pope answers almost every question. Uh, he's going to pour his heart and soul into what he's doing. I believe that part. I just don't know what's going to happen if he does continue to see success, especially in a year like this coming up, if that season gets played in its entirety and he sees success after losing three starters and seven seniors off of last year's 24 and 18. Holy cow. That's going to, if he keeps winning at BYU, I, I can't imagine that he's not going to have opportunities to leave. And whether he takes them or not is it's solely up to him. Uh, and I don't know whether he will or he won't. Only he can answer that. And and so he left room in that answer. But I I, I do believe that uh, that might be somewhere in the back of his mind. Uh, but that he is uh, uh, giving his full attention to what he's trying to do in Provo. 
Let's uh, let's get one more clip in here. We're going to talk to Kevin White, uh, color analyst for the Utah State football broadcast, coming up next. And Hanson Scotty did have uh, uh, share their opinion on the Jordan Love situation. Let's uh, let's hear that real quick. I am so sick and tired of seeing social media make this run that Aaron Rodgers isn't going to handle this like a professional and he's going to mistreat Jordan Love and this is going to be a whole this is a mess that they've caused and this is a wasted pick no 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 they felt like Jordan Love was the quarterback of the future they felt like it was worth the first round gamble and I agree with them and I think it's going to be handled well Um, I want to go back and this you and I talked about this a year ago uh, because I know you and, and Lloyd love making fun of the fact that the Broncos had Joe Flacco. But I want to go back to some oh, comments. Up. Shut up. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to comments Joe Flacco made last year in May after the Broncos picked up Drew Locke in the second round. And they they asked him, hey, are you going to be a mentor? Or are you going to be a guy that's going to help help him develop? Here's his comments. He goes, I got so many other things to worry about. I'm trying to go out there and play good football. I'm not worried about developing guys or any of that. That is what it is. I hope he does develop. I don't look at that as my job, though. My job is to go win football games for this football team. That's Rich uh, Scangarello, their old OC Mm -hmm. that's gotten fired. Uh, That's his job to develop him. I'm here to help us win. Look, I mean, everybody wants to think a locker room is all warm and fuzzy. And, and and that everybody's got kumbaya moments. But you would sit in rooms in position groups where, you know, you'd laugh and you'd have fun and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, everybody knew that there were only limited reps out there and you were all fighting like crazy for them. And so are you going to go out of your way to help develop this guy to, to take your job? Probably not. I wouldn't. Does it? And, and that's I don't think, you know, there's a lot of things about how Brett Favre didn't really go out of his way to help out Aaron Rodgers, which it's not his job to do that. I agree with what Scotty's saying to a point. I, I don't think that you have to be a jerk or try to make somebody else feel uncomfortable because if you're a real pro, I, I think of Drew Brees uh, with the Saints. Uh, has he been, uh, how has he been with uh, his backups, including Taysom Hill? I mean, it seems like he's been helpful and cordial in that regard. He's not eager to have anybody replace him, but I don't think you have to mistreat people or turn your back on them if they ask you a question because it's quote-unquote not your job. But you can, though. So you might as well. You can what? Well, you don't have to help the person who's trying to take food off your table, Gordon. Oh, uh, I You don't have look, to be nice to I mean, that person but, either. I mean, now it's interesting that we're talking about this because it gets back to what we talked about yesterday with Michael Jordan, and we've been talking about it all week, how voracious he was and how how he could destroy teammates. Who told us the story about the guy who replaced uh, Jordan? Oh, wasn't was that, it? Uh, it was, was Sam it yesterday, wasn't it? Who or was it? it Phil the other day? I'm, I'm not sure, uh, but anyway, what, Randy Brewer or no Pettis? Uh, no Pete, Pete something. Pete Myers. Pete Myers. Yeah, there you go. Pete Myers. It? Yeah, that the Jordan. How just, he, he just punished Maybe somebody. It was Mannix. Somebody told him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jordan's for, not going to be nice to the guy who replaced him. Well, it's not his fault. Jordan left. Does it matter? Well, it's not Aaron Rodgers' fault. He's thirty-six I, I just, either. I, I know it's a competitive situation and all that, but I, I don't think that's any reason to to mistreat people. Uh, I, I think it usually will come back to uh, to help you if you help the people around you. 
And if you're good enough, you're, then he's not going to take your job away from you. And Aaron Rodgers is good enough. Okay, I get so what I get. He what doesn't you're... have to worry about Jordan Love right now. Are you kidding me? I, I get your point. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You've also yeah, got to understand human nature, though, Gordon. Like, like for example, we had an employee around here once. We'll we'll not name any names, but if if you were uh, if he perceived you as higher up the food chain than him. Boy, was it a kiss-up fest. Boy, was it a love fest. But if you were somebody that he preceded, or perceived excuse me, as lower on the totem pole than him, oh, man, oh, was, was it completely It's kind of chilly around him. it completely different? Well, uh, that's my point, that if you, you don't have to be fake and you don't have to be cruel. Just be a decent human being and a decent teammate. And maybe I'm living in the 100-acre wood again here. But I, I'm not saying that you have to encourage the guy to beat you out, but dispensing information to a younger player, come on. Have you ever seen the movie uh, Mean Girls, Gordon? Uh, I may have seen that. I'm not 100% sure. Well, there was there was uh, one part. Was Lindsay Lohan in there? Yes, yeah. And yeah, uh, Ra- what, Rachel McAdams? The, mm-hmm. There was one, one part where Lindsay Lohan told Rachel McAdams that she had this great like diet supplement and really what it was it was like weight gainer uh-huh that's what i'd be doing to jordan love if i, I don't know Lindsay lohan if i were here in rogers oh. i'd be like oh man you've got to you've got to try out this uh you know this concoction that has lengthened my career and then when jordan loves 350 pounds of getting cut you're like well i helped that along jake first i don't believe you I don't think you would take that approach. And if you did take that approach and I saw you do that, I'd probably punch you in the ear. <laughs> Why the ear? I don't know. It's like the time <laughs> our competitor wouldn't give me the Wi-Fi password in the press box up at Rice Eccles Stadium because we were his competitor. That, yeah, that's, that's that's, just, did that's, that really happen? Uh, yeah. I, I that's hand hilarious. to heaven that that's happened. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a story real quick. Uh, I was uh, at a, in a situation where I was covering uh, a deadline situation, and uh, there was happened to be someone, a writer who's a friend of mine from the Deseret News, who was there. And we had a little extra time. And he turned to me and he said, hey, what do you think of this lead? And so I'm over there reading the the top of his story and and i said oh that's pretty good you know hey how about if you do this and and i was given a few suggestions and there was a there was a colleague nearby who was just appalled by the fact that i was i was helping a competitor or that a competitor was consulting with me and i thought this is just stupid I mean, what what's the harm here? That is not what, a that is not a good it, comparison. It, well, maybe not. But Aaron Rodgers doesn't need to worry. Doesn't even need to look at Jordan Love as though he's trying to take food off his table. Give me a freaking break. What have if some, what if what have some self confidence? Aaron Rodgers knows how good he is, and if he doesn't know it, then he should know it. And the and the Packers would be stupid to. To try and throw gas on that fire. I mean, I get it. They see an opportunity to grab Jordan Love. They know about his live arm. They know he has great potential, but that he's raw still. And he needs a little time to develop. Well, they don't need him to be ready right now. They've got one of the best in the business. So they should go ahead and continue to work with Aaron Rodgers and appreciate what he can do, but bring along the youngster for later on. And if he ever gets 
too good for Aaron Rodgers to be able to compete with? And whose fault is that? Okay. It's Aaron Rodgers' fault. Here's here's a more apt comparison, I think. What if Jennifer Napier Pierce called you into her office? She said, hey, Gordon, come on down. i got to have a conversation with you. She said, we have hired this writer, this Mr. Austin Horton, and as soon as he is good enough, he is taking your job. What would your what would your approach be to young writer? Well, wait a minute. I mean, I have a say in that too, right? So, for in order for him to be better than me, then I have to participate in that too, right? So, you would be actively helping this young journalist to be better than you, so that he could take your job as soon as possible. At this point, at this point in my career, I I couldn't care less. What about the least gifted producer? I've ever and I think, had. Uh, I think I think Aaron Rodgers is in the same situation. He's, you know, what's he got to worry about Jordan Love for right now? Because Jordan's good, and they want him to have Aaron's. Well, job. he's good, but Aaron Rodgers is great. Well, the the franchise wants Jordan Love at some point. Uh, I, I some see. Point. I think you would take this young journalist aside and say, you know what? This this is honestly a skill that I learned. In your first paragraph, you need to put as many F words as you possibly can in there. Jake, there you go. I, don't, I don't believe you believe what you're saying. Right <laughs> I now. don't believe you believe what you're saying. Oh, I do, man. I, 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 I couldn't be any more sincere. Oh, what man. Do I mean, what are you going to worry about at this point? Really? Kevin Rogers is going to worry about some kid from Utah State? Well, that's condescending. Break. No, it's not condescending at all. Aaron Rodgers is great. No, it's condescending great. to Jordan Love. Well, I mean, but what? it's not condescending. It's a fact. I mean, Jordan Love isn't at Aaron Rodgers' level. All right, coming up next, we've got Kevin White. We'll ask him what he thinks about Jordan Love. That's straight ahead on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Let's keep the Jordan Love conversation going. Let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Sprint, they make it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. He is the color analyst on the Utah State football broadcast. He's also a former Aggie quarterback himself. He is Kevin White with us here on The Big Show. Kevin, how are you and yours? Everybody doing all right? Everybody's doing well, uh, getting a little bit tired of, of Zoom meetings, but other than that, hanging in there. I think we're all getting a little bit uh, <laughs> wary of that. But, uh, you, you know, speaking of that, and, and we'll get into Jordan Love and some football here in a second, but tell us about what you're doing with the National uh, Football Foundation because you guys are making some adjustments, right, uh, for a pretty cool event. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been on the board of directors of the Utah chapter of the National Football Foundation and the College Football Hall of Fame for the last 15 years or so. And you know, our board members consist of, of guys like uh, John Hartwell and Jerry Bovey and Tom Homo and, and uh, you know, 
people, Chad Lewis and others, that people that have had you know long experience in in football in the state of Utah, and we put on a, a black tie event every year. This is our 25th anniversary of doing this event, and we've recognized uh, you know distinguished American Award winners like uh, Coach Edwards and Coach Mack and Ty Detmer and Steve Young, and uh, you know last year's w- award winner was Kyle Van Noy. The year before, Danny Sorensen, Steve Smith. Bobby Wagner. So, you know, people that have had really influential careers in the state of Utah in terms of amateur football, and they've gone on to great greatness at the next level. But then we also award, you know, 11 to 13 scholarships for high school seniors in the state of Utah every year. And we do this black tie event at the uh, Utah Valley University Event Center. We have, you know, six or 700 people that, uh, that come and support it. Um, all the four-year schools, the head coaches and their staffs come and participate. And and we uh, we recognize kids throughout the state of Utah that, in, in the case of this year, 12 kids that uh, all of them were first-team All-State performers on the football field. The average GPA was about 3.85. The average ACT right in that 28 range. I mean, these are kids that, uh, that are really, really special that are going to become the future leaders of our communities and our state. And so the, the scholarship, the... Uh, the rings that they get, the ceremony, the pomp and circumstance that comes along with it, it really is something that we hope becomes aspirational for the younger generations. And as a matter of fact, we normally will honor about 70 juniors that uh, end up becoming the senior award winners the following season. So kind of building that pipeline of, of great future leaders within the state of Utah. And you've got guys like, uh, you know, look at Cole Hagen as an example out of Corner Canyon, the quarterback that is now going to go on to Yale. Uh, to play football and continue his education, never had anything less than an A and valedictorian at his school. Those are the kind of kids that, uh, you know, set the standard in the state of Utah that will become future great leaders, husbands and fathers in the state. And because of the virus, um, obviously, we couldn't get together this year. We do it normally about this time every year. And so we've, we've changed our philosophy this year, and we've created a virtual event. And uh, each of these young men's videos and highlight videos uh, will be portrayed on a a, sort of an on-demand video on our website at utahfootballfoundation.com starting tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. And it will be there in perpetuity. So we're excited to have this new world that we're living in that can can have this, uh, this momentous occasion for these young men continue on. And I guess the other thing I should mention, Jake and, and Gordon, is that uh, we're also working on a new partnership uh, with the uh, Nicholas and Company. Um, Peter and Nicole Miscondis, uh, the the owners, founders of, uh, of of Nicholas and Company, a business that's been in business, a food distribution business in the state of Utah for the last 80 years. Uh, we're, we've created a joint program with them called the Helping Heroes, and they provide food to many of the local restaurants. And uh, what they're planning to do as a part of this Helping Heroes is donate food to local restaurants uh, at their cost. And for anybody that comes in and buys a a meal from a a restaurant like a Cafe Trio, as an example, they're going to offer a buy one, get one, or buy one, give one to the local heroes, the frontline workers at uh, places like the Rocky Mountain Healthcare and the South Davis Metro Fire Department and others. As a, as a part of this overall process. And, and people, if they're interested in participating, obviously go to those locations and buy the meals. But also you can go to our website at utahfootballfoundation.com and uh, you can actually donate there if you'd like. So uh, very proud and pleased to have that joint, joint partnership with uh, the Nicholas and Company and uh, really trying to help build out the future leaders of our community. All good, Kevin. All good. 
Wanted to ask you about what happened last night, Jordan Love being drafted by the Green Bay Packers, moving up to make that selection. What do you think of uh, Jordan Love as an NFL prospect, and what did you think of the Packers' move to get him all in the shadow of Aaron Rodgers? I love it. No pun intended, but uh, partially because I've over the last three years I've gotten to know the young man, and uh, I know what kind of quality individual he is. And you know, I remember before the, the New Mexico Bowl in Albuquerque, 2018, he and I had an hour, just the two of us, to, to just talk. And we talked about life. We talked about the passing of his father. And I know, Gordon, you've written about that and what an influence that was in his, his life. Very understated young man, very quiet young man. But I've had a chance to be in the quarterback room at Utah State many times. And I see the command that the young man has in that room. Where to, he was to the point where didn't really need to have the coach. He could call, he could manage, he could do whatever he needed to, to to really own that room. And I saw the other guys that are in that room, including guys like Henry Columbia, who's probably his heir apparent at Utah State. That they looked at him with with wonderment and with awe, really, at the the command that he had. Even though he's not a boisterous guy, he really has ultimate command. And so when I saw New England opt out of the first round, I went, ah, that may mean he drops to the second round. And then when I saw that Green Bay opted in, I thought, well, there may be his chance because Aaron Rodgers at 36, almost 37, you know, he's been through this himself. And uh, he knows, and he's secure. I was listening to you guys a little bit earlier. He's secure. He's got four more years and $78 million guaranteed money. So he knows that he's only got a, a short window left. And if he's, if he's the right kind of guy that, I, that we think he might be, I, I think he's going to take Jordan under his wing. And he knows that he's really only one play away from needing to have Jordan come in and perhaps manage three or four games until he can get healthy and back into the playoffs and lead a team to the rest of the season. So, you know, I think about uh, Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo, and, and there's many other instances where that has been the case. And I think to have a young man like Jordan, who's such a good young man, graduated in three and a half years, uh, you know, really understands the game. Uh, a lot of people think he's just a system guy, but I think he's so much more than that. And I think the Packers got a, a stud and a steal of a deal on Jordan Love. Well, Kevin, we certainly appreciate you jumping on with us. Good uh, good luck with the event with the National Football Foundation. And uh, let's keep our fingers crossed that we hear you alongside Scotty Gerard in the fall. We hope so. I surely look forward to it. And thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin White. Uh, former Utah State quarterback and uh, current analyst on the Utah State football broadcast. And somebody, is, uh, as he said, has gotten to know Jordan Love a little bit and obviously thinks a lot of him, Gordon. Yeah, I wanted to ask Kevin about what his reaction was when Scotty G said, what the hell just happened? He was probably thinking the same thing, I'm guessing. <laughs> I want to ask him what his reaction was when Ajay gave his famous sideline report. Oh, we could have asked about that, too. You know, he brought up a good point about Aaron Rodgers and the situation there in Green Bay. Rod- Rodgers wants his team to, 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 to get deep into the playoffs. And if there are some important games and he gets dinged up along the way, what's the matter with having somebody who can come off the bench and keep – keep the whole project afloat until you get back. I think that's a pretty big deal for a quarterback as confident as Aaron Rodgers is. Joining us now, our good friend Tom from the warehouse, still out there helping out our listeners and doing it better than ever. Tom, what's going on? 
Hey, we've had an incredible response today from uh, Zone listeners. This uh, California King bed, we've already sold seven of them between right. the two stores. And at four ninety nine, it's a Sealy Second mattress box spring and bed. I have three beds to choose from at that price, and then I have a couple of upgrades. If you want a bed that's like a nine hundred dollar bed, I can do that for five ninety nine. Then if you want a solid hardwood, I have a mission style that's white and it's a medium brown. Then I have a padded upholstered with a hardwood framing around it. I'll do that deal for six ninety nine. But that is not all. We have two sets left, so four pieces of this head up, foot up, split king, adjustable bed with all of the peach features. It's got uh, USBs. It's got LED lights. It's got 24 settings of massage. It has a one-touch zero-gravity feature, and it's got a mattress that is normally 2200 bucks per site. This is the deal at the home show for $5,900. The deal that's across the street and down the street for $7,000, two sets left, only $2,499. Last but not least, I have nine pieces left. I, I have an incredible deal for you, the Austin nightstand. These nightstands are normally 159 bucks. You come in and you mention my friend Austin, 49 bucks. All right. How about that? That's Go get it. that That's Austin That's it till next hour, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> what great <laughs> deals. Tom, you are the best. 86 East University Parkway in Orem, 1967 South, 300 West in Salt Lake City. Can't wait to hear what you drop next hour, Tom. All right, there you go. That's Tom Boom. from The Warehouse. Boom! Thank you, Austin. All right, we'll have more coming up next. Howard Beck, top of the 4 o'clock hour. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So put your hands together and please welcome... This is Utah's best sports radio. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time for a Mountain America Market Update. Let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now, our good friend, Chad Waddups from Mountain America Investment Services. Chad, how are you this fine, sunny Friday? Doing fantastic on a Friday. Thanks for having me on. How are you guys? Hey, we are doing great. Let's talk about the market. How are folks, is, uh, I guess, 401Ks doing today? Well, they saw a little bit of a bump today, which was nice. The Dow was up 260 points. The S&P was up 500 for both of those indices. That's about a little over 1% uh, just in today's return alone. Wasn't quite enough, though, to prevent the two from posting their first weekly loss in the past three weeks. The last two weeks have been pretty strong. The uh, headlines today were dominated by gains in oil prices. Also, the prospects of a, of a coronavirus treat, treatment were the... Were the question marks today? Uh, the markets, kind of like the rest of us, don't really know how long consumers are going to be in quarantine instead of out spending money pushing the economy forward. So is this just the way it's going to be for a while? You figure? 
You know, I think it will be this way for a, a little while. There will be a new normal at some point. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of tips and tricks that we can kind of try in this point. We try to talk about those most days. Uh, you guys have talked a lot about Jordan Love today. Uh, I'm an Aggie. I come from a long line of Aggies. My kids are Aggies. And I, I was thinking about that. How many sacrifices must he have made up to this point in his life to be where he is, which is drafted in the first round? And, you know, retirement's kind of the same way. We have to be a little bit patient, make some sacrifices early on. It'll pay off later. If we make some of those sacrifices, save a little bit here and there, be it in a 401k or an IRA, um, that will pay off. We, we unfortunately spend a lot of time, most of us spend more time planning a vacation than we do planning retirement. But if we put a little thought into it, make a few sacrifices, our future self will definitely thank us. What do you think about the landing spot for uh, Jordan Love? you like him with the Packers? I like it a lot. I think he'll have a couple years to learn and grow, and just like Aaron Rodgers did later on, he'll have a chance to shine. All right, Chad. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers uh, sat for three years, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. 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 Uh, Chad, you are the best. Thank you, as always, for jumping on with us, man. Have a great weekend. You guys do the same. Thank you. Thank you, Chad. That's our friend Chad Wadups from Mountain America Investment Services. That's another Mountain America market update. The investment products sold through LPL Financial are not insured Mountain America Credit Union deposits and are not NCUA insured. These products are not obligations of the credit union and are not endorsed, recommended, or guaranteed by Mountain America or any government agency. The value of the investment may fluctuate. The return on the investment is not guaranteed and loss of principal is possible. All right, we're going to talk to Howard Beck coming up right around the corner. Gordon, we'll talk to him about the latest, how he's feeling, if uh, the NBA season can proceed, and we'll ask him what he thinks about the the Last Dance, the documentary that is uh, sweeping the globe. Yeah, all that. It's always good talking with Howard. All right, we'll get to Howard coming up straight ahead. Eric Walden joins us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. And, Gordon, we have some some lists left to get to today, too? Uh, A couple items. All right. We've we've, we've, uh, killed most of it. Well, I mean, we've we've uh, explored most of it. Can we try to use more positive language? <laughs> Seriously, <Okay>. jeez. <laughs> it's not cool. Did I bring the whole show down? I'm sorry. It's not cool to bit. joke about death, man. Can we no. just <laughs> they do it to me every time, man? Come in from an um, upbeat market update, and then we've got to talk about Gordon's list. Ah, that's dead. We killed it. Here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll get Dead to it all. Straight ahead. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.